Hey y'all, it's Mary Payne Gilbert and welcome to Payne in the Pod. First, like always, I want to thank you so much for listening and sending me some awesome suggestions for podcasts. And I want to remind you that Payne in the Pod is on Patreon. So Patreon is where you can get bonus content, support the podcast, and there's a good bit of new stuff coming there very soon that I'm very excited about. So go on over to patreon.com slash Payne in the Pod and check that out. But today, I have two very funny ladies on as my guest. It's Margot and Sonia of the What a Creep podcast. Now, as you can imagine, What a Creep is about creeps in the past and the present. Uh, some examples would be uh, Jeffrey Epstein, R. Kelly, Ted Nugent. Uh, Margot is a return guest to Pain in the Pod. She also is the host of the Best Neighbors podcast with her friend Erin. And Sonia is the co-host with Margot on yet another podcast called Dorking Out. So welcome to these two underachievers to my show, Margot and Sonia. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having us. So, Margo, you've been on my podcast before, so my listeners um, know who you are and know that you're an overachiever with 26 podcasts. <laughs> but So tell, tell my listeners again about your various jobs, and then I want to hear about how Sonia is also an overachiever. Well, hi. Thank you again for having me back on the show. So in my day job, I'm a marketing consultant and a podcasting consultant, and then I also teach fitness on the side. I'm also a writer of fitness and pop culture. And then I have uh, my 26 podcasts. So you can follow me at Brooklyn <laughs> Fit Chick and learn all about it. <laughs> what about you, Sonia? Uh, my day job is I am a content strategist. Uh, I've also been writing a blog for mm, 15 years uh, wow. at the com. blogging. I'm trying to make blogging cool again. That's right. And I also, I host a dorking out show with Margot where we talk about movies from the 70s, 80s, 90s. Well, and some recent ones too. And I also co-host an occasional podcast with my husband called Old Movies New Beer, where we watch older movies, so 30s, 40s, 50s, and drink beer and talk about the beer. Oh my gosh, my producer would love that. He has a podcast about beer too, so we'll have to discuss that at the end. Okay. Okay, so how do you two know each other? Because I know you do not live in the same city. <laughs> do you want me to sit, tell the story, Margot? Yes, please tell the story. I love the story. So I met Margot through the other podcast, F This Movie. She was guesting on there with Patrick Bromley, and I think they were talking about my best friend's wedding. Does that sound accurate, Margot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Classic. Classic yeah. film. Well, she had some thoughts and feelings about it. And I also have those thoughts and feelings. And while I was listening to it, I was like, that chick just fucking gets it. She is super smart. So I sent her a tweet, you know, just like, you fucking get it. You're rad. And then we started following each other on Twitter. And we would just tweet to each other every once in a while. And I was hosting Dorking Out with one of my really good friends. And eventually he didn't want to do it anymore. He was just too busy with life. So I asked Margot if she would come on to guest on the show. And she just kept coming on. Like I just kept asking her and she, <laughs> and she always said yes. And whenever I had anyone else on, like if I went a week without Margot, I was like, mm, I miss Margot. No offense <laughs> to those people, but I really miss Margot. And then we just kind of made it official because we just kind of clicked. And and now we're we're friends. We talk all the time, and we do these two podcasts together. And we, but we've never met in person. 
That is crazy. That's what I was going to ask you because it's it's similar with me and Erin uh, Martin. I'm on her podcast every week, Pink Shade, and then we have a Patreon-only podcast together, and we've only met in person one time, and that was in L.A., and we went on a trip together and had an Airbnb together and just <laughs> met up at the airport and went to this. I mean, I was like, you know, looking back on that, that could have really gone wrong. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's crazy. I, I, I keep waiting for her to come out to New York to visit because like, I can't wait to meet her in person. And every once in a while, you know, we don't even use uh, the camera when we talk. You know, we just use our, our phone or microphone. So when I see her talking and her face being animated, it's like, oh, my God, she's a real person. Like, <laughs> got this disembodied <laughs> voice that's like one of my best friends. <laughs> I know. We talk. We probably talk every day. I yeah. think we talk every day and we're texting yeah. each other constantly, like every five minutes. And so how long has this um, bromance been going on? <laughs> our podmance. Our yeah, podmance, yes, yes. Our podmance. Uh, it's been official for about a year, uh, but I think we've been tweeting to each other back and forth for about two years. I think so. so too. Okay, so Dorking Out was your podcast first, Sonia. Yes. And then the other host dropped out yes. and eventually Margot came in as the permanent host. Yes. So from dorking out, how did you decide to start What a Creep? Well, that was me. So um, on Best Neighbors podcast, Aaron and I every occasionally had a segment called Seriously F This Guy. We would just pick a person <laughs> that we just, you know, we were mad at for some reason. And we'd say, seriously, F this guy. And I thought this could be great for like a whole show. And Aaron, actually, Aaron Martin sort of suggested it to me. And Erin, my co-host, has too much going on. And she's like, I don't want to take on another show. So I went to Sonia and like, do you want to take on even more work with me and, and put on a show? <laughs> and excitedly, she said yes. So uh, that's what we started doing. And this was just launched a couple of months ago. Right. And you couldn't call it F this guy because you do have some uh, females that are creeps on your podcast. Yes. Female creeps. So let's talk about this. Explain to my listeners exactly what your podcast is about. And I, I think what a creep sort of explains itself, but it really doesn't because you go into female creeps, male creeps, past creeps, current creeps. So explain to them sort of what the genesis was and then what your kind of your your aim is every week. So the essence of what a creep is that we pick one creep every week to talk about. And Sonia and I trade creeps. So I'll do it one week. She does it one week. So that helps with the burden of, you know, doing the research and things like that. But I just it's just people who lack empathy, people who just do shitty things. And there seems sometimes there seem to be no consequences. And it's a pattern behavior that they have. They'll do it over and over and over again. And that's I don't know why I find that a relief to talk about, but I do. I like talking about people like that and getting mad. And then we just kind of decided, let's end each show with a person who's not a creep and who's like in a similar profession or whatever. And so that's why we started doing it. And it's just kind of been taking off ever since. It is therapeutic. It's therapeutic to talk about yeah. it for sure. Yeah. You guys do um, let out a lot of anger on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit. <laughs> And that's okay. That's okay. Um, so do you think that whenever you came up with this idea, it was like spurred a little bit by the Me Too movement? Oh, I'd say absolutely. I mean, I think just the idea of a creep. I, I mean, I think it's also the idea of like when we were younger, um, we're all, you know, over, we're over in our 40s, I guess, all of us or close to it. But when we were younger, there were just certain guys you wouldn't be around. 
And you wouldn't go into detail because don't go out with him. He's a creep. Don't be alone with that guy. He's a creep, that kind of thing. And then, then the Me yes. Too movement comes along and it's like, oh, wait a minute. No, a lot of this is criminal activity and really wrong and really messed up. And it sets up a toxic culture that's been going on for decades. And we need to call this shit out. And so that I think I think you're right. I think the Me Too movement did have a lot to do with it. Yeah, I think it gave us the the confidence to finally start talking about this stuff. It was just something that women, like you said, they talk about this stuff privately, but not out loud in public. Yeah, you can always get that feeling of like, oh, and and sometimes it's chalked up to a dirty old man or Mm -hmm. he's of a different generation. He just doesn't know. And you're like, really? But it's just not okay, really. Yeah. I heard you say that about somebody this week I was listening, and I made a list of your creeps as well. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> Would that be Ted Nugent? I think it was Ted Nugent where you were like, at some point it's like, he's like a gross old man, but then you're like, you know, F that guy. Like, no. Yeah. yeah. So I think that this was like a great time to launch this podcast because it kind of goes into the whole idea of, you know, time's up on this creepy behavior or letting it slide by because, you know, it's it's a little bit like the Charlie Sheen thing you talked about. It's like, I mean, obviously he's a creep, but it really is sort of like, oh, it's just so cute and he's so wacky and the mm-hmm. network just keeps paying him until mm-hmm. until he attacks the producer of the show and then it wasn't so cute anymore. Right. When he attacks the white male producer of the show, then all of a sudden it's a big deal. But when he's sexually assaulting people or or beating up women, it's not an issue. Or accidentally shooting people. I mean, whatever. Oops. Mm-hmm. Oops. Or, or stabbing. <laughs> stabbing. Yeah. Also, don't forget the stabbing. Oh, my gosh. Class act. Class act. Okay, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about specific creeps that we feature on What a Creep. So we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by HP+. In a world full of smart devices, shouldn't your printer be smart too? It is with HP+. These printers know when they're running low, so you always get the ink you need delivered right when you need it. Plus, you save up to 50% on ink, so you can print whatever you want, as much as you want, any time you want. Huh, that is pretty smart. Get six free months of instant ink when you choose HP+. Conditions apply. Visit hp.com slash smart for details. Okay, so I'm just going to name some of the creeps that you talk about. And again, a creep can be a man or a woman. So this is not a male bashing situation. A lot of creeps are male, but there are plenty of female creeps as well. So I'm just going to list them off and then we're going to, I want you to give me just some thoughts on the most shocking information that you've come across of all these people. So we've got Lance Armstrong. Oh, yeah. New Gingrich. <laughs> I'm going to name them all. Okay. okay. This is like um, at the Oscars. You wait till the end to clap. Okay. Um, <laughs> Lance Armstrong, Newt Gingrich, Elizabeth Holmes, Mel Gibson, Chevy Chase, Roseanne Barr, Ted Bundy, Bill Maher, O.J. Simpson, Piers Morgan, R. Kelly, Charlie Sheen, Betsy DeVos, Ted Nugent, and Jeffrey Epstein, who's such a creep that he died while you were making what a creep about him. <laughs> I think he heard. We the dropped episode. that podcast on a Friday, <laughs> and he killed him, or he died on a Saturday, like the next day. Wow! Yeah, he yeah. got it. That's what I think happened. I and think you so say too. killed himself in air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's a little fishy what's going on over there at the, the detention center. But yeah. Um, has either one of you ever suggested a creep and been like, I didn't know that that person was a creep or how creepy that person was? I think we know they're kind of creepy. It's usually our, our friends and our, our listeners who contact us and said, like with Lance Armstrong, like, oh, my God, this guy is such a total creep. Like there's a time where he was in a race with kids. It was a kid's <laughs> race and he joined it. And then he actually at the last second beat a 10 year old to win the race when it was a race for kids. And it was like a year or two after he had cancer. So you'd think he'd be a more open person and whatever. And it was just like, oh, fuck you, Lance, you know? He's such a dick. <laughs> He's such a yeah, dick. that's not very nice. I mean, I'll never you know let what? that go. I bet that the, I bet the whole time, though, he was thinking, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Right. I'm not going to do it. And then the last minute, he just couldn't help himself. Yeah. Now, Elizabeth Holmes is an interesting creep because um, I don't even know if I would say she was a creep so much as she was just delusional. And that's for the listeners who don't know, Elizabeth Holmes founded a company called Theranos that just built tons and tons and tons of people out of billions of dollars with this medical device that really didn't exist. So I don't know if she's just like a shyster or a dummy or delusional. I don't know if she's necessarily creepy. So you tell me why she's creepy. I think she's creepy because she put people's lives in her hands and she didn't care. Uh, she, she got information saying that the, the, the technical aspects of the product didn't work and that people's lives were in danger and she kept pushing forward anyway. She did not want to listen to anybody to tell her no. And that could have affected thousands of lives. And so that's why I call her a creep. And she's just a bad boss. And she and, and that kind of toxic culture in the Bay Area where I, I used to live, where it's just like at all costs, just make the product work, just push it out and push it out and not take a step back and not see how it's harmful makes her creepy to me. And the persona she built for herself with her, mm -hmm. like, here's the look I'm going to wear every day and the clothes I'm going to wear every day and the voice that people insist is not her real voice, that she she does it to, uh, I don't know, kind of make this certain kind of impression on people, which Margot does the most amazing impression of. <laughs> All right, Margot, let's hear your Elizabeth Holmes. We take tubes and tubes of blood, and this way you don't have to go and get all the shots from the doctors. And you have this in your kitchen. It's about the size of a microwave. And we'll do all oh the testing. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's my that's, that's really good. It's my favorite thing. That's really good. But, you know, when you look at this list of creeps, like, we could all obviously know why Ted Bundy is a creep. Right. But... Then you say, like, what does uh, Ted Bundy have in common with, let's see. Okay, what does Ted Bundy have in common with Betsy DeVos, the uh, Secretary of Education? I think narcissism is a huge part of it. And I think it's just sort of this, um, what's the word I'm trying to, entitlement. You know, yes. I, just, I just want what I want, and I don't care if it hurts people, and I'll just figure out a way to, to justify it. And he just, yeah, he could live a life where he was, I mean, not a terribly, not a dumb guy, but not super smart, like they always say. But, you know, it was just that a lot of that white male confidence, like he could just walk into a room and just, you know, get anything he wants from people and including later, you know, killing women. I mean, and I think with Betsy, it's just really, yeah, that's the job I want. And I want to create businesses that make money off of students, even though, you know, it's going to hurt public education. So I think there's just part of like, like, well, that's what she wants and she doesn't care who she hurts. I, that's how I feel anyway. 
So the the common thread with all these creeps is narcissism mm-hmm. and entitlement. Yep. Yes. It's so interesting as I'm looking at this list just written out that of the Jeffrey Epstein, who, if my listeners don't know, which I think they probably all do, as a you know convicted pedophile and ran allegedly a pedophile ring for many, many years. And supposedly there are many, many uh, well-known famous people, uh, political people, celebrities, uh, royalty allegedly on his list. But I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, there's some creeps on your list that could be on his list. We've got uh, Ted Nugent also enjoys the young ones. Mm-hmm. Charlie Sheen, mm-hmm. R. Yeah. Kelly, mm-hmm. uh, Bill Maher. Yep. Yes. Uh, all these people could be on Epstein's list. I don't know about Piers Morgan. I just think he's just a, a jerk. So I don't. I, but I don't know if he likes uh, young girls like the others do. I, I don't know if he does. I think that. he's just too. I think he's too repressed. <laughs> <laughs> that fuels oh his gosh. anger. Well, as far as the Jeffrey Epstein thing goes, I know I've said his name like twenty times, but it is fascinating that he was. The the keeper of all this knowledge, and now he's got this um, woman that uh, her name is like Guy something. Ghislaine. Did you know that on the back of Carol Ridesdale's book, it says photo by Guyane whatever. <gasps> really? So and she was are, friends with her. The, yeah, and there's lots and lots of pictures of the two of them. You know, just like Reuters pictures or whatever. Um, and not just the kind where they look like they just got stuck together on a red carpet. No, like, you know, having many conversations. And they were friends. She took the uh, back cover picture for Carol Radswell's book. Oh, wow. Well, you know, they moved in those social circles. Jeffrey Epstein, mm-hmm. he, he hung out with the Hoy Polloi. And so did Ghislaine. And her father was, uh, he was, he was the publisher who died very under very weird circumstances. But she inherited the money and then she came to the U.S. And just, just by by might she just you know, brought herself up into society in america and a lot of people hung out with them a lot of people went to that mansion in new york city and i don't yeah. know i i think his brother is his brother's still alive and i think his brother inherited everything from him but they have it in a trust and it's overseas and i don't know it's going to be so actually when i found out that he died I was really, I felt really bad for the victims because they didn't have their day in court. They didn't have a chance to sit in a chair, point at him and say, this is the man that did this to me. That's all I wanted for them. And he never got that. So I wonder, ultimately, is this woman going to be arrested for something? I I, I hope so. I mean, if she's guilty, I really hope so. Let me ask you this. Why did you say, because I did not listen to the episode about Mel Gibson. Now, I could could guess why (laughs) he's a creep. (laughs) But what would you say is the worst thing about Mel Gibson? And do you think he's going to be a redemption story? I think Mel Gibson is a creep because he is, first of all, he's racist. He's uh, homophobic. He, But I think the worst thing is he, he beats women. He beat up his wife while she was holding their baby. And the idea that somehow this is forgivable is... He's had so many chances, too. That's the other thing that drove me crazy about Mel Gibson, was this happened over and over and over. And as long as his movies make money, it doesn't matter. So, you know, we are seeing, like, this resurgent of Mel Gibson where they're like, now he's going to be in, he was in, like, what was it called? Like, Father's Day 2 or whatever that crap movie look was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, And now he's doing some Christmas movie. And I'm, 
Christmas. Is, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who doesn't want to go out to the movies with their family and see the new Mel Gibson movie with the guy, the anti-Semitic, homophobic, racist who beats his wife? Yay! Gather around, kids! That sounds terrible. <laughs> that sounds like a holiday movie everybody could love. I know. It's got a little something for everybody. Oh my gosh, hilarious. Um, let me ask you this. Are you ever going to do a creepy episode about Michael Jackson? He's one of the ones, I don't know about Sony, about you. Like for me, there's there's certain people I'm afraid to do it uh, because I don't want to get doxxed. I mean, we're trying to like put it out there, but some people have rabid fans that will make your life miserable, I think. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. So do you feel the same uh, about somebody like Ann Coulter? Would you do somebody like Ann Coulter? Oh, no, I have no problem with Ann Coulter. <laughs> yeah, seriously, fuck Ann Coulter. Yeah, fuck She's her. On Who's list. her fan? Who's her fan? No, I mean, uh, the thing with Michael Jackson, like, you know, it's like there's people all over Twitter who just go after people who say anything about Michael Jackson, that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. or or our president. I mean, there's just certain people it would just be exhausting to deal with, right? Also, we couldn't couldn't cover them in one episode. No, 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 no. no. That'd be a lot. Michael Jackson and Donald Trump, we'd have to break it down by decades. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. That's right. Um, what about Woody Allen? Have you considered covering him as a creep? For sure. He's, yeah, he's for on sure. the list. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a very long list. It's extensive. <laughs> you know, very, very long list. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's like uh, when I talk about my podcast, doing a podcast about podcast, the, the great thing is, is I'll never run out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll never run out. And this is the same with you guys in Creeps. You will never run out of Creeps. Yes. We say that all that we will never run out of material. We've got an endless list. I mean, yeah. So that's so. Listen, <laughs> I, listen. I think I just gave you three great suggestions: you Michael did. Jackson, Woody <laughs> Allen, did. and Ann Coulter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of podcasts, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, I'm going to talk to Margot and Sonia of What a Creep about what podcast they like. Support for this podcast comes from Invent Together. According to studies, less than 13% of all inventors who hold a U.S. patent are women. Black and Hispanic college graduates patent at half the rate of their white counterparts. But we can fix that by increasing participation in innovation and patenting by underrepresented groups. It would quadruple the number of American inventors and increase annual GDP by almost $1 trillion. Invent Together is a coalition of organizations, companies, universities, and concerned citizens committed to ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to invent and patent. Because the more diverse the American patent system gets, the stronger and more successful our nation will become. What can you do to help diverse inventors patent and unleash economic opportunity? Find out at inventtogether.org. Learn more and take action today. Okay, I am back with Margot and Sonia of What a Creep. And both of them, Margot and Sonia, each have several podcasts of their own. So list off the podcasts that you have, each of you, and then I want each of you to tell me podcasts that you also love. And you can't just say each other's back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) Darn, that was my whole list. It was all of Margot's 26 podcasts. So I host Dorking Out with Margot, and that's at dorkingoutshow.com. And I also co-host, obviously, What a Creep with Margot. 
And occasionally I do Old Movies New Beer with my husband, and you can find that at oldmoviesnewbeer.com. Uh, but I think the I tried to narrow down my list because I listen to a lot of podcasts, like we all do. So I narrowed it down to five. Is okay, that too good. many? No, that's great. Okay. So the first one is obviously F This Movie. It's the one that brought Margot and I together. Uh, it's my favorite movie podcast. I listen to it every week. The host, Patrick Bromley, is really, he's really smart. He's very thoughtful about his how he talks about movies. And he's kind of my podcasting hero. Ooh. I also love the Dana Buckler show. He okay. also talks about movies. He's got like a rotating guest host. They do something called the 20th Century Movie Club where they're talking about movies from then. They bring on F This Movie contributor Adam Risky to talk about like summer movies, fall movies, winter movies. And it's just really fun. And he does a crazy amount of research. He's super, super smart. And then I have a couple local ones. I like to listen to one called Bitch Talk. <laughs> the, okay. I know the name is, the name is, mwah, I'm doing a chef's kiss here. Uh, and it's these hosts, Aaron and Angela and Charlene. And they interview a lot of writers, directors, actors, musicians. So like they had um, book smart director Olivia Wilde was on recently Ooh. or John C. Riley, And... I just love, they are women and they are women of color. So they come at these interviews from a very different perspective that I don't think we get enough of. So I really, really like that. And they also do occasional episodes where they just call it basic bitch and they just chat about like what they're watching and reading and listening to. Yeah. Super informative and lots of good recommendations from them. Bitch talk. All right. Bitch I like talk. It. I like it. And then. This one is my San Francisco one. There's one called Storied SF. Okay. And it's the host, Jeff Hunt, interviews different people who live in San Francisco. Like, how did you end up here? Why do you stay? And this is the one I super, I just love it because San Francisco is going through this really crazy time right now where um, there's just a lot of changes and there's like a lot of tech money coming in and but there's also like a lot of artists that live here and so there's kind of this it feels like a fight for the soul of the city oh and, gosh you know uh there's just like all this money and it's making it so expensive for people who don't work in tech to stay here and so he highlights all these artists and musicians and students and teachers and and talk about why they're here and why they love San Francisco and just tell like San Francisco centric stories Cool. Um, That's yeah. Cool. I like that. I like. I'm. I'm all about stories. I love to hear people's stories, and I'm the same. And that's I'm why I love podcasting so much because it it's such an opportunity to hear from people that you don't get to hear from. And that's why I was so annoyed with that story that was in was it like Hollywood Reporter or Variety last week, where it was like Conan O'Brien's leading the podcast revolution, and I was like, what? <laughs> what? He just started. <laughs> he literally just started. And it's like, you read the story, and it's all like, white men. I'm like, no offense, white men. But you, you know, it's like, there's other stories out there. And so I like that. And okay. My last one is called How Was Your Week, Honey? Okay. <laughs> and it's a husband and wife named Chris and Kristen. And they just talk about their week. Um, I file them kind of in my brain. They are my parents, parents who like to drink podcast. Okay. So they, they drink cocktails and get shitty and talk about their week. And that's what my husband and I do. So I feel like they're our friends. <laughs> how, old are, how old are their children? 
they're pretty young. They're, um, I think, 10 and under, and there's three. Mm, so they, yes, so that's their time of the week to, to, put, them with baby, to put them with a babysitter and drink their faces off. Exactly. Yeah. And this is, it's kind of what my husband and I do pretty much every night with beer, but I like listening to them, especially when I'm doing the dishes. Okay. Well, I like that. I like that idea. I mean, I assume that they're they're telling funny stories. They are. Okay, good. I love that. Because otherwise, I can just sit with my husband and say, how was your week, honey? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could do that, too. I could. I could. That's hilarious. Okay. So, Margo, what about you? Well, my other podcasts are, in addition to What a Creep and Dorking Out, are book versus movie. And that's yes. where my friend Margo and I, we pick a book and we watch the movie that's adapted from it and we decide which we like better. And I know people say, duh, the book's always better, but that is so not true. Trust me. There are a lot of crappy books out there. And I also co-host the Fit Bottom Girls podcast, which is a fitness and health podcast, you know, healthy lifestyle, body positive kind of podcast. And then some of my favorites I love to listen to, um, one is that's called Behind the Bastards. And it's a guy named Robert Evans, and he kind of does like what we're doing. Like they they pick out creepy people and they um, talk about their bad behavior, except he goes much deeper and it tends to be more political and mm-hmm. tends to be longer. You see, usually like two or three episodes, but I, I really enjoy it. And there's a true crime podcast called Once Upon a Crime yes. um, with Esther, the host. She's fantastic, and she always has these interesting takes on things. She does a ton of research. Uh, there's a new one that I'm kind of liking. It's called The Killing of Marilyn Monroe. You know, I've seen that because, you know, every so often if you look at the charts, it's like way up there. And I'm like, yeah. what is this one? Okay. It's the same people that did the Natalie Wood one last year. Mm-hmm. It's, yes. it's just, it's fine. It's like 30 minutes each. I just find her interesting, Marilyn Monroe. So, um, oh, and I have one here. It's a travel one that I really enjoy. It's called Betty in the Sky with a Suitcase. And it usually rates very high in travel on iTunes. And it's a woman who's been a flight attendant for over 20 years. And once a month, she just gathers all of her stories. And she, like, interviews pilots and other uh, passengers. And she travels around the world. And her attitude is so joyful. She has to be from the Midwest. She's so joyful and sweet. And it's just a half an hour. And it's just, it's super, super fun if you like travel. Um, I do, yeah. Yeah, I think you'd really like that. And there's something called, it's called Sam Pancake Presents the Monday Afternoon Movie. And Sam okay, Pancake. What? Okay, Sam Pancake. <laughs> that just is rolls an actor. right off the tongue. Uh, <laughs> I know, I wrote it out and it takes forever. So Sam Pancake is an actor and he's been in a million jillion things as a character actor. And what he does, it's, it's called Presents the Monday Afternoon Movie. So what he's talking about are movies that were made in the 70s, like TV movies, that are really, really cheesy. And like, if you were sick and home on a Monday afternoon, you would catch it uh, when you, when you were growing up. And then he talks about it. Like they had gargoyles recently, which is like this movie from 1972 and it's insane. And he has a comedian Uh on and they just talk about these that you can catch on YouTube at these really crazy old movies. And it's just super fun and silly. And I, I just find him a really great host and really endearing. And um, I love his real name, Sam Pancake. His real name is Sam Pancake. That's pretty good. Yeah, and I think it's the Twitter <laughs> handle is Afternoon Movie, but it's pretty great. And my last one, it's called Shrink to Shrink. Um, it's with Courtney and Colleen. They're both therapists, and they take a movie, and then they talk about how a therapist 
would approach the subject matter and, and they dissect it like the movie Creed. Um, they've had like a whole, like a, a star is born. They talked about addiction. It's really interesting. And they pull clips, clips from the film and it's, it's one of my favorites. They don't put them out as often as they, I think they should, but I really find it. And so it's sh- shrink number two shrink. So shrink to shrink. Okay. Both of you really like movies. You have a lot of movie podcasts. Oh, yes. <laughs> so let me ask you something total sidebar, nothing to do with nothing. Are you excited about the Goldfinch movie coming out? Is that the Donna Tart one? Yes, there's a movie coming out. Oh, you know Wait, what? what I movie? Never re- it's the Goldfinch? Yeah. I you know what? I liked her first book, but I I haven't read anything else by her. I know. <sighs> I know I'm a terrible person. I think Aaron really loves this um but yeah, Sonia's not as much of a reader. Okay, um, yeah. Margo. <laughs> <laughs> Understatement. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. the slowest reader ever. <laughs> Margo, I really thought that you were going to be like doing high kicks because, first of all, The Secret History by Donna Tartt is my favorite book of all time. I love that then book. She, yes, and then she had a second book. I can't remember what it was called. It was something about sisters, and I didn't like it, and I was Me sad too. about that. Then the third book came out, The Goldfinch, which is – you know, settle in because it's like 800 pages. It's really long. Right. But it is, I got to say, one of the best books I've ever read in my life. And so you've got to read it. you got to just dedicate yourself. I know you have to read a lot for work, but you have to read The Goldfinch because the movie's coming out soon. And you, and then you got to then you got to listen to a book versus movie. Yeah, I know. We're going to definitely do it in the future. It's been on our list. But I, an 800-page book I get kind of scared of, but I know I will get to it eventually. I know, I know, I know. It is a lot. Aaron Martin and I were just talking about it. We're like, we're going to review it um, and put it on my Patreon and her Patreon and all this. And we're like, should we reread it? And then I was like, girl. What's <laughs> <laughs> time? I, I did that once. Who <laughs> has time? Oh, my gosh. Well, listen, this has been super fun. And I love y'all talking to me today. And I love to talk about creeps. And I think you're right. Like you said at the beginning, it is cathartic. And it, sometimes when you get more details, you're even more mad. And that's sort of mm-hmm. cathartic as well. And there's just all these people that I don't, people like Mel Gibson. People don't realize why he's a creep, right? You know? Well, other than other than the racism stuff that you heard, you know, in the last ten years or so, but he was a creep before that, I think. Definitely, mm-hmm. yes. Well, thank y'all very much. So, tell my listeners where they can find out more about both of you and the What a Creep podcast. You want to go well, first, Margot? Yeah, sure. So you can follow me at Brooklyn Fitchick. That's for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And my blog is brooklynfitchick.com. And you can find me at The Sonia Show on Twitter, and that's Sonia with an I, and thesoniashow.com. And you can find both of us at dorkyoutshow.com and at What a Creep at, uh, on anywhere you listen to your podcasts, actually. <laughs> yes, I would highly recommend What a Creep. It's very entertaining. And again, it's not all men because there's lots of women that are creeps too. Mm-hmm. And if it's something political that bothers you, just skip that episode and go right on to another one like Lance Armstrong or OJ Simpson. I think we can all agree he's a creep. Oy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yuck. Thank you all so much. And as always, you can find me on social media at Pain in the Pod. And I'd love to know what you're listening to. Thanks, girls. Thank you. Thank you.